the Whistle Away podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something that uh, I think is done wrong more often than not. And we're going to talk about some, some tips and tricks about recruiting, whether this is to your team, whether this is to your brokerage. We're going to, I'm going to, I'm here with John Pugh, one of my favorite humans in real estate, um, also has joined Whistle recently, which made me really happy. And we're going to talk about some of the activities and some of the scripting you can use when talking to recruiting an agent. Um, I'm sure if you've been in this business for more than 24 hours, you have had bad recruiters reach out to you. Hi, I see you're in real estate. Want to join my team, brokerage, blah, 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 blah. It's shit. It's all about them. Um, and it's bad. It's just bad. I mean, you feel bad. And and then it, it's kind of like hazing in high school, right? You got hazed, so you have to haze. So then when you join a team and you're trying to recruit to your team, you do the only way you know how. And you're like, well, they they need to get their reps in of getting bad recruiters. So I'll recruit to them badly. Maybe maybe that's why the people do it. I don't know. We're going to tell you the right way to do it and give you some really actionable items in today's podcast. So... Without any further ado, I want to introduce John Pugh. My name is Brian Kochi, Director of Marketing at Whistle Realty Group, joined by John Pugh. John, give us a little background of, of who you are. Thanks, Brian. I really appreciate you having me on today, and it is a pleasure to be a part of Whistle. I am now the Director of Growth or Co-Director of Growth for Whistle, number one team in San Diego. It is such an honor to be a part of this amazing organization that you guys have built. Um, my background, I've been in real estate since I was about seven years old. Started passing out flyers on my rollerblades when I was a little kid. My parents were in the business. I got five or I got 10 cents a house to pass out flyers. And then I got the genius idea to get my friends to do it for me for five cents a house. And I kept the profits. That's exactly what Kyle did. I, I was wondering if you did that or if you were one of the guys that Kyle paid. <laughs> uh, that, that is that was literally my entry point to real estate. Mm -hmm. And I, I just love the fact that my parents could always be at my sports games and events. They worked all the time, but they somehow were always there. And so it made me want to get into the business. I got licensed right out of high school and I started working for them, but they never took it super seriously like, like Whistle. They kind of did it like most agents do, right? Like a little bit of a hobby. And uh, so they didn't have enough business to keep me busy. And my mom wanted to get me off her payroll, as she, as she said. So uh, she put flyers in all the agents' mailboxes and I ended up getting hired for a two-week gig for an agent whose business was just taking off and he was going to Europe. And he needed somebody to babysit his assistant. And so I, I immediately saw how much that guy was making. He was making like 150, 200,000 a year. The assistant or the, the assistant? Kind of doing nothing. And I was like, dude, I'm going to take this guy's job. <laughs> and so I immediately started grinding and, and figuring out the business and, and really brought a lot of value. So they kept me on and I eventually you know, rose up to that position. And I worked in the ultra luxury high-end market for seven years. We sold five to $50 million homes. It was me and that that lead agent, who's one of the top 10 agents in the world, um, for about the, you know, five of those seven years. And during that time, uh, I was managing, when I left that partnership, I was managing 750 million of active listings and 500 million of pocket listings. Oh, about okay. $1.3 billion worth of production. I feel like we should only talk about luxury right now. We're going to, I'm kidding. Let's, let's change gears. Well, that's on take two. Uh, have me back and we'll do a luxury yes. episode. And if you want to see that, write that in the comments. Let me know that you want John to talk about luxury and we'll do it. I would love to. And then I went out on my own. I figured, you know what? I want to work with people who appreciate what I do and need my help. And so I left that partnership and I started over. I didn't take any clients with me. I went to Coldwell Banker where my stepdad was regional vice president and I just put my nose down and I worked as hard as I could. I figured if I was the first guy in and the last guy out, I'd be successful. And by the time I got to about 4 million in six months, I started getting recruiting calls. 
And I got a call from Keller Williams and I didn't know recruiting was a bad thing at the time. I thought it was cool. They, they called me and they were like, hey, we see your numbers. You're doing really good. You know, do you want to come check out our office? And I was like, yeah, man, that's awesome. I feel like LeBron James right now. Like this is cool. So I went over. And they, apparently that's all you have to do is just call John uh, and he'll be excited about it. <laughs> if you're, if you're kind of new and you've never gotten a recruiting call before, it's kind of exciting. Yeah. So I went into the office and they had my name like on the board, like welcome John Pugh. I felt like a celebrity. It was really cool. And of course I immediately was like, no, I'm not leaving Coldwell Banker. My stepdad's regional vice president. Like this isn't a good time. But they continued to build a relationship. And eventually I was very much a Keller Williams agent that happened to work at Coldwell Banker because they added value and they gave me books and they educated me and they did all this stuff I wasn't getting at my current brokerage. And then about a year later, I got a call from a different guy at Keller Williams. And that's my co-director of growth here at Whistle, Meyer Takarar. And he said, hey, I'm the rainmaker. Oh, I've said his last name so wrong every time. That's perfect. Good. Uh, we, <laughs> so he calls me and it's a rainy day. And he says, I'm the rainmaker here at Keller Williams. And I laughed and I said, I know all about your company. And he invited me to this class called Bold. And it was being taught by this guy, Cody Gibson. He is like Superman. He has abs of steel. You know, he looked the part. And by the first break, I had already been been sold on embedded commands that I needed to sign up for this. So I ran up, I had my money, my check. I was like, sign me up. And he's like, dude, if you like this, you should come to Texas. We have a, we have an, a big event going on in Texas. You should check it out. And I, you know, debated over it. I was like, I don't know if this is ethical. I might not move. Should I do this? Whatever. And it was all expenses paid. And so again, I felt really special. And I said, you know what, what, what could hurt? What, how could I lose here? And I said yes, and I went to Texas. And when I did, I immediately knew that you know this guy was was awesome, and that this company could be awesome. And so I made that move. I ended up becoming the uh, director or the ALC board member for growth. So they have an agent leadership council. I ran the growth section of that. I then became a member of the international ALC with that company. I then became a team leader with that company and ran a branch for almost two years. I was the number one net recruiter of the year one year. Um, I then only one year though. Well, I was only there two years. Fifty oh, percent. Uh, <laughs> and <right>. and then <laughs> I left that and uh, became a productivity coach of one of our sister offices. And I was a coach and sort of the like de facto general manager for a while. We ended up selling that brokerage, coming to EXP, and since then I have uh, had the pleasure of partnering with six hundred and one agents. Uh, we have. Well, that was about. An hour ago. I yeah, it's checked it again. It's probably 605 now. Um, 600 agents. We have uh, 27 states, three Canadian provinces. We have the opportunity. Uh, I was named Success 125 award winner, which was pretty amazing. Um, I was able to earn the EXP Instructor of the Year award just last week. Uh, one of the one of the instructors of the year for EXP University, which was pretty amazing. So um, lots of really fun milestones along the way, and it's been a great ride. Very cool. Well, let's, uh, I, I got a lot from that story and yep. I want to dive into it. Um, before we do that, let me introduce the show as we're halfway through. Perfect. Is that fair? Yeah, that'd be great. God, John talks so much. Sorry. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. So you are listening to The Whistleway Podcast, where we give you tips, tricks, and tools on how to grow your business, whether it be real estate, mortgage, or really any business. Um, obviously brought here John today to talk about recruiting, which is really exciting because you obviously have a wealth of knowledge. If you want more information about um, stuff like this, if you want to learn and grow your business, go to thewhistleway.com. From there, you'll see our private Facebook group, our YouTube channel, our podcast, our outbound referral network. So when people leave us here in San Diego and want to move somewhere else, we know where to send them. 
you will you can join uh, our email newsletter where we send out e- weekly tips from um, our podcast, our weekly meetings, our daily huddles, just stuff that we're learning, we're utilizing, we're trying, we're testing, we're winning, we're failing at. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to send that to you as well so that way you don't make the same mistakes we do. Um, or you do. I don't care what you want to do. Um, and you can also learn about a course that Kyle and I built about uh, that. That's really all about getting inbound referrals. So if you want referrals from people, key people in your community, if you want to be the, the trusted real estate network or trusted real estate resource um, from both your community and your community leaders, go ahead and learn more about this course. It's called the Media Mayor Mastermind. It's all about becoming the, the media mayor of your town Therefore, people know, like, and trust you, and then either use you to send, uh, buy or sell or send their friends, their family. The, I mean, because at this point, you're going to be the only people, the only real estate agent they actually know because you've put out so much stuff. That's all on thewhistleway.com. Cool? Absolutely. I, I would add in one thing. If you're listening to this anywhere in San Diego and you're looking for more support or you want to join an amazing team, reach out to us. We would love to uh, talk to you and interview to see if you'd be a fit for the number one team in San Diego. And we have more resources probably than anybody. Uh, you could reach out to me directly. I'll even give you my cell phone number. It's 714-749-8794. Or you can reach me at john at whistlerealty.com. Yep. I'm also going to add that to the website. I don't know if I've added that yet. I think you asked me to, and I don't think I have yet. Cool. So I will try and remember. Okay, so <laughs> let's get into uh, you're you're an agent. Let's say you're an agent. You've been in this a couple of years. You want to grow your team. Yeah. Or you're a team leader. You've you have agents. You're looking for growth. You want to expand either deeper into your community or wider into uh, other networks. Or you're with a brokerage. I know there's a handful of them. That, uh, that incentivize growing the brokerage. And obviously you're incentivized as well with a lot of these brokerages through rev share or profit sharing, through uh, growing mentorship programs, through uh, getting, you know, utilizing these networks to help with clear cooperation stuff. There's lots of benefits, right? Yeah. I think I, I want to break down the activities that we can do that works for all of these. And obviously we're going to tweak them for each one, Mm -hmm. but let's talk about some of the, before we go into the scripts and how you say it rather than like, Hey, you sell lots of real estate. You want to join my (laughs) team brokerage company? Like, sure. And make John feel special. Um, let's, let's talk about how we do better than that. Um, but first let's talk about the activities. What do you do? And from your, and I'm going to preface this from what I heard you say already, um, from your story, relationships, added value. They educated you. They made you feel special. These are all how you how you received it. How do we do that through activities to potential recruits? So the first thing I think is really important to break down, and this is where agents go wrong. So I see a lot of agents build very, very successful real estate sales businesses and then fail when it comes to recruiting and fail when it comes to um, leverage. And so what's really important to note for these successful sales agents is uh, recruiting and sales are pretty much the same thing. So when you're looking to build a sales business, you're looking to find customers and to generate referrals and to build trust and to add value and do all these things. That's exactly what you do on the recruiting side. You just change your mindset and you stop thinking about your desired customer as being a potential seller or buyer. And you think about your desired customer as being a real estate agent that you can empower and help hit their goals. It's just a different audience, right? You you talk to sellers different than you talk to buyers. You talk to mobile home sellers different than you talk to $10 million sellers. 
and you don't treat them worse or better, but they're different mindsets, they're different demographics, they're different uh, avatars. And so you have an avatar for buyer, an avatar for sellers, an avatar for agents. And if you are an agent sitting across from me saying, hey, I want to build my team or I want to become a recruiter, I'll tell you the exact same thing I would tell a brand new agent. It starts by building a database. Mm -hmm. You have to build a database, which means make a list. Make a list of people that you know, right? We start with our, met, our, our database and we categorize them into Mets and haven't Mets. So you build a list of people that you know in real estate that you would like to work with, and then you build a list of people that you don't know in real estate that you would like to work with. That's that's the first step. That's easy. And I mean, what's great is you can use the same tools. Um, I would recommend, uh, if you're really going into this heavy, um, not to use your same CRM um, as, as your buyers and sellers. It can get really messy your stages are going to be weird, especially if you're using utilizing automations and you move them from, you're like, well, I'm going to put them to actively shopping, but then you have remarketing stuff going. Like it, it just gets goofy. Mm -hmm. um, but what we have is we have an instance of follow up boss for our consumers. We have another one of follow up boss for uh, agents that we're working working to to bring into our team. Um, and whether you do that, maybe a follow up boss for your consumers and you're with EXP and you get KV Core for free. Cool. Um, just have some sort of system. Where you can track this, uh, I would I would recommend and correct me if I'm wrong, something more than napkins or sticky notes or Excel spreadsheets, some sort of CRM. Any type of CRM is going to be more beneficial if you use it. True. So the best system is the one you use. So True. if you absolutely won't use a CRM, don't kid yourself and load a bunch of names in a CRM. You're not going to log into, um, and. Everything works if you work it. So um, one easy way is to create a pipeline and put three scores on there. You want a relationship score. You want an interest score in your team or your brokerage or whatever it is you're recruiting to. And you want a next touch date. So if you want to make it really simple, those are the three things you have to have. If they were like the best man in your wedding, the relationship score is a 10. If they're a stranger, you saw a billboard, their relationship score is a 1. If you, uh, if they say, oh my gosh, I'm so interested in Whistle, I can't wait to join, their interest level is a 10. If they're like, dude, don't even talk to me about eXp, I have no interest in ever joining that company, well then their interest score is a one. And the next touch date is really critical because you may talk to somebody who's like, hey dude, you should have called me last week. I just joined this other team, I just joined this other brokerage. Well, that doesn't mean delete them forever, that just means maybe set a next touch date of three to six months. Mm -hmm. And if you invite them to something, which we'll get to in a second, and they say absolutely, well, then the next touch date should probably be the night before because they're real estate agents and <laughs> they might not be very good at following their calendar. Or, or the, depending what time the event is, maybe the day of? <laughs> uh, maybe three reminders. And you may need to touch them four times to get them to that actual mm -hmm. event because they need to be reminded and then you need to follow up after to see how they liked it. So those categories, the one thing that's really critical there is don't try and jump steps. If they're a one, next time you talk to them, bring them to a two. If they're mm. a two, bring them to a four. Do not try and take a two to a 10. It comes off super creepy. It does not work. It, it needs to be stair-stepped in those relationships. And once you get somebody to about a seven, eight, or a nine, you can usually start to go to a point where you can bring it to a more direct action of actually closing them, of actually moving them into uh, some type of partnership or agreement. I love, 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 love that. And, and that's the first time I've ever heard it quantified of relationship score one through 10. We always talk about, hey, the first time you talk to someone on the phone, your job isn't like, hey, I saw you fill out a uh, form for 123 Main Street. Uh, would you like to close in th 30 or 60 days? 
Right. What the fuck are you talking about? Like that's super weird, right? We just we haven't even met yet. But but and obviously that's an extreme example. Mm-hmm. But you know, we know agents, and if you're an agent, you know you've done something yeah. not that extreme. But like, oh, you're looking to move, and you're not looking to move right now. Okay, and then you're like dumb lead. They, they, they want to move in a year. I I need money now, right? And so like we we've seen that, and and having the them going, okay, they're an interest score of three because they want to move, but only in a year. And just trying to get them a little bit more interested. I love, 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 love that. And you can already see that these are the exact same for whether it's a sales pipeline or a recruiting pipeline. These are our columns that we need to add in our uh, in our follow boss system mm-hmm. immediately. I'm just gonna get more work to do. More work for Brian. Sorry, Brian. I like it. Okay, so you build a database. Um, okay, so you have a list. You've got their name, their their phone number, their email address, as much information as you can. Um, some things that we've added to our database is their production for the last couple of years. Yeah, sure. Hey, let's see. They went from two to 12 to 24 to 12. Hey, that, that, that's some data we can use, right? Uh, we also have their current brokerage. Um, so that way we can speak intelligently on, Hey, did you know what's different about this versus that? Um, what else do we have? We have their social networking, social, mm-hmm. social, social profiles. profiles. Yeah. Um, so that way we can follow up with them on different mediums, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever, and stay in touch and see what they're up to. Mm-hmm. So that way, again, when you have that next touch date, you can check their Facebook, their Instagram, their LinkedIn and go, Hey, they just won an award for top salesperson. I'm going to make sure I comment that, Hey, they, they're, they're, they just got married or, uh, they just had a puppy or they just went to Disneyland or they, whatever, or they had a, a traumatic life event. You can use that. So Maybe their dad died three days ago and you're not like, hey, so we're having a team meeting. You want to come tomorrow? Like that's not something that's uh, that's incongruent with their life and, and that shows that you don't know. So having that in your database. Yeah. Um, and, and you, have, you have to be real, right? Yeah. So you want to, these are real people and these are real relationships. One of the biggest things we get hung up on sometimes in this industry is we're so script driven. We're so in our script that we forget that human element. And I feel like if you can break down those walls and become more human and more relatable, that that's just going to increase your your odds. Yeah. Um, the the next step after you build a database uh, is not send them a bunch of spam emails, <laughs> right? I know that's what you were thinking, um, but but it's it not. Seems like the best it, way to do it. It's a shocker, right? You're gonna. It's oh my gosh, it's the same thing they're telling me to do in my sales business. You got to you got to pick up the phone and call them. You gotta you gotta get in front of them somehow. You gotta show up at their broker preview. You gotta show up at their open house. You have to you know show up at a networking event that they happen to be at. You have to get face to face or voice to voice with these people because nobody just decided to switch companies and change their entire life and partner with an agent and join their team or join their brokerage or anything else because they got a spam email one day. That's just not how it works. Yep. So okay, I, so you get face to face, and and what I heard you saying is. Go to them. Yeah. Right? See what they're doing. If they're holding an open house, realtors are usually not shy about when they're holding an open house. And you are you see on Thursday that they're saying they're doing an open house on Saturday. Drop by. Yeah. And and here's where you go Jedi, right? This is where you get, get full ninja level on them is you can stop by the open house like... Um, like one of the vendors that might stop by, like, you know, some, you've had it happen with lenders, title reps, people, you know, like bloodsuckers, they show up at the open house and they're like, give me your business, you know, and they, they add no value. Or you can show up at the open house, like the best title people and the best open house people, and you can have something that will help them. 
Maybe it's something they don't know about the area. Maybe it's some uh, marketing ideas that they could be using for the property differently. Maybe you notice something that they made a mistake and you can like gently correct it for them. Maybe it's a system or a tool that they're not using. Maybe they're just using pen and paper for sign-in and you can help them. Maybe it's a script that you know you used in order to capture more business. Like those are your moments to add value live and say, hey, I didn't just show up with my at in my hand asking for you to, you know, hopefully join me one day. No, I'm here to be the, the best. What you want to try and do is position yourself at all times as the best broker, mentor, leader, resource that they don't currently have wherever they are. I, I give John Cheplak credit for this. So I really hope it's him because I bring it up all the time. But he, he says, or someone says, uh, be their coach before they are their coach. Be their mentor before they are you are. Be their their leader, their mentor, their their team member, whatever before you are, and so it just shows them. It's I mean, it's same thing when you're dating, right? You're not gonna you want to show your potential husband or wife what you're gonna be like as a long term spouse, and so you're gonna show up as the best version of yourself, saying this is what you can expect to see forever. Give them a taste of it too, right? Like let them experience it. So a big part of why it's important to invite people to events or, or a lot of the different strategies we might recommend is because a lot of this is experiential. If they come to a team meeting, they're going to meet the people. They're going to see the energy. They're going to learn the lessons that we teach. They're going to see everything. If they come to a big event, they're going to get to see the energy and meet the people and all that. So rather than trying to tell them what it's like, invite them in to experience what it's like and do it for an authentic way. So one mistake that I see a lot of people make is they go after someone thinking that that's the only opportunity. I work a, a name in my database because I want them to buy or sell with me. So I call 200 people in my database and I want them, are you going to buy a house this year? Are you going to buy a house this year? Are you going to buy a house this year? Well, most of them are not going to buy a house this year. But everyone in your database has the opportunity to introduce you to one person who is going to buy or sell this year. And so if you can treat every agent that is on your recruiting pipeline like they are a referral partner, then even if they don't join you, they have the ability to introduce you to somebody who might be a fit. And so now you win on multiple levels and you're not wasting your time. And not only that, so I love, and you and I talked about this at a different time, I said, I want Whenever I talk to an agent, I want to be able to provide them a resource for where that they're at in their business. Whether it's something like the Media Mayor Mastermind course to get inbound referrals, whether it's we're building a podcast section to to do this, like whether it's recruiting, whether it's on like I, I want to I want to have options for if they come in and say I'm I just started I need to know this or I'm growing my business I need to know this I want to have an option for them and so knowing I love that so obviously they potentially join your company potentially refer someone to join your company, or you're likely going to work a deal with them at some point. And so building that relationship and not screwing it up because they have an interest score of one and you're like, hey, you want to come to my meeting and then join my company? Like that's a good way to ruin that relationship. You, and then you offer on their listing and they've got 20 offers. They're going to be like, oh, I know John. Uh -huh. I don't like that guy. You don't want them to see your number come across their screen and have them hit silence. Mm -hmm. You want them excited to pick up your call because every time you call, there's value. So, okay. So let's talk about, I, I wrote the activities, build the database is number one. Yep. Call or get to face-to-face, -face, face voice-to-voice -voice with them. Yep. That's step two. Mm -hmm. Step three is invite them to an event to experience. So whether that's team ex event, whether it's maybe you're going to host a badass open house and, and, and you're growing your team slowly and you say, hey, come out to my open house, whether that's a client uh, event 
or a, a happy hour or a networking event and you say, hey, let me host you. I'm, uh, I got drinks are on me tonight. However you do that um, or a big event. Hey, we're going to have a, a 800 person event uh, in March. Why don't you come? I'll cover you. We'll get dinner after. So bring them into experience. Um, again, building that relationship score and that interest score simultaneously, gradually. Mm -hmm. Not going from zero... Hey, you don't know me, but you want to be my best friend and join my company? That doesn't work. Or, or invite them to a Zoom. Invite okay, them to cool. a digital event. You know, there's no reason they have to drive or get in the car or go anywhere. Figure out what is important to them. Mm -hmm. And that I think what you're about to ask is about scripts, right? Yep. So if you're going to move into Wait, scripts... Before we do that, yeah, are sure. we good on... Is, are there a couple bullet points of any other things that you can... Activities to do? Or do you want to go right into scripts? I mean, I mean that's a lot. What yeah, we just that's did. a ton. We have we have the top ten recruiting sources, and so there's lots of things you can do. You can place ads. You can do events. You can. I mean, there's there's so many ways you can get referrals from your existing agents. That's a really good one. Agents that have been on the other side of transactions from you. So if anybody wants our top ten recruiting sources or wants help with this, just reach out to me directly. I am more than happy, like I said, to provide value because there's always a way we can win together. Whether Give you're me your cell phone or do you want to do yeah, Instagram? No, I'll do it again. Instagram is at it's John Pugh. TikTok is at it's John Pugh. Got a lot of value on my TikTok. The tons of videos for building your business. Um, or you can hit me on my cell phone, 714-749-8794. Cool. So let's move into scripts. We got a couple minutes before we hit our widget. Yep. Rather than again, let, let's talk about we built the database. Now we need some scripts because we're trying to get voice to voice with them. Yeah. And it's not. Hey, I saw you do a lot of business. You want to join my company and be my best friend. We know it's not that. Here, here's one of my favorite ones. So one of my favorite ones, will you role play with me a little yeah. bit? All right, perfect. Ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Brian, John Pugh calling. How you doing? Doing good, man. Hey, I know we don't know each other that well, but um, I'm looking to increase my agent network in the area. You know, listings are at an all-time low. And my goal is to know every single agent on the other side of the transactions when we go into business together. Uh, and I also am trying to figure out who has those off-market opportunities or those things that are coming up. So that's the reason that I called today is I want to I build a relationship with you. I see that you are killing it this year. You have doubled your business. And I'm just curious, what are you doing right now that is just absolutely crushing it in the market. I don't want to join your team. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that, there, there's no, there's no like, what, what are you, so what are you killing it at? What are you good at? Oh, I'm a lot of open houses. You're killing it open houses. Dude, mm -hmm. I see your signs everywhere. You guys have those crazy orange signs. You yep. did like 80 open houses last weekend. You must have a killer open house system. Do you guys have like a documented system of how you do it? Like an open house checklist or anything that like makes you guys better than the rest? We do. Okay, so would it be possible for you to share that with me? I would really appreciate it. I don't know. It's kind of our proprietary thing. Okay, so here's what I would offer you in return. Where do you feel like you have the biggest opportunity for growth this year? Uh, probably uh, Fizbo's. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to be doing a ton of these calls. In fact, I actually have some Fizbo resources, but I guarantee you in the next four or five calls, I talk to somebody who just crushes Fizbos. So what I'd be willing to do is when I find that information, I will call you back and make sure I give you the absolute best of the best Fizbo stuff if you'll share your open house stuff with me. Would that be fair? Sure. Awesome. Thanks so much, man. And then I'm going to go back. Oh, that's so good. I'm going to go back to my resources because I've got expcloud.com with, you know, 50 hours of live instruction every week. There's stuff on Fizbo's there every single week. Yeah. There are all kinds of resources within my network and Whistle and my people and everything. I'm going to compile all that Fizbo stuff and I'm going to call you back the next day. I'm going to say, hey, Brian, what's up, man? What up, dude? You won't believe this, but I already tracked down all the Fizbo stuff. And in fact, there's a class next week being taught by this guy who sells 700 homes 
in EXP world. Would you like to check it out? In fact, it looks so good. I'm going to be there. Want to go together? We'll just sit next to each other in class. Sure. Yeah, it's on like a virtual world. It's kind of like a video game. It's kind of weird, but I promise you the value is going to be massive. Um, let me send you the info. I'll help you actually download the program, walk you in there. We'll sit next to each other. And then we can recap afterwards to maybe see what you're going to implement and what your big ahas are. Sounds good. And then we go and we have the class and you get the value. And afterwards, I just ask you a simple question. What'd you think? That was great. Yeah, it was amazing, right? Yeah. And so what are you going to implement? And you're going to tell me. And then I'm going to say, by when? And you're going to tell me. And I'm going to say, great, I'll hold you accountable to that. Because that's the missing piece is a lot of people go to classes and they get ideas and they never implement anything. We say this all the time, like ideas are great, but implementation is king. Yeah. And so if I can help you, you know, hold you accountable to implement, then I'm already being that coach. I'm already being that mentor. I'm already being a better leader than the leader you probably already have. And we're moving down that pipeline. And that's exactly how you build that relationship score. Like from, from the first call, you probably brought it from a one to a three or a four. You're like, all right, cool. This is cool. And then the follow-up and then you follow up again. And now we're friends. And now, cool. now we're just, now we're just going back and forth. And now when I feel like you're finally interested, then what I'm going to ask you is I'm going to say, Hey, if you like that, then this is just the tip of the iceberg. When would be a good time for us to sit down so I can go over all the things that we do and see if it makes sense for us to partner together. And, and what I love about the, the interest score, cause you're, you're growing the interest score, but the early interest score there, it's not interest in EXP or whistle or the team. It's just interest in, in what you have to offer. It's interest in the end goal, not how to get there. So you're not like, by the way, EXP is cool. Talk to you tomorrow. Like it's not, you're not trying to grow EXP, trying to grow Keller Williams, trying to grow whistle. Like you're not, it's you know, not that. you know what I'm trying to grow? What's that? I'm trying to grow the person that I'm trying to recruit. Yeah. I'm trying to help them hit their goal. And very critically, it's not about what I think will help you hit your goal. It's about what you think will hit your goal. I'm trying to solve for what you think you need to get to where you want to go. And if I can solve for that better than the current environment that you're in, you're going to come work with me because you believe that I can connect the dots for you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's a mindset shift, it, it, but it's, you're right. Recruiting is not a dirty word. What, one quote that I love is, a recruiter is someone who cares about you enough to position themselves to be able to help you achieve the goals that you have. This is really good, John. Uh, before we get into our Whistle Widget a Week, which you're going to be talking about something, uh, which we had to tell you to stop talking about it because we <laughs> wanted to make sure we got it here. Um, and it's really cool. And it goes right in line with another podcast we did with uh, with Meyer talking about leverage, but also with you building that relationship and that interest uh, interest and relationship score. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Before we get to that, if you guys liked this, if you guys uh, found value, obviously I know you're going to text John, which is cool. That helps that helps us, but I also want you to help me completely selfishly. Uh, if you could write a review on Spotify, on Apple, iTunes, on whatever, uh, that means the world to us. Writing reviews helps us gain uh, more visibility so we can bring on more guests like John, like Meyer, like some of our agents. Um, also, I'm sure there's things, I, I know for a fact here that he talks about things that you know you can implement in your business, your best friend can implement in their business, your team leader can implement in their business, your uh, head of growth or development or recruiter or whatever they're called there can implement. Share this podcast with them, whether it's on, on YouTube, on uh, just the podcast 
whatever network you listen to, share this with them so they can grow their business. And again, this has, you're not going to do this and be like, okay, I'm going to call John and join the experience. Like that's not the goal. Our goal is to help you grow your business and build our relationship score. So when we have a referral to send your way, or when you're thinking about sending a referral to San Diego, you think of us. Um, when you have someone that, you know, your, your nephew is in San Diego looking to join a team, they come to us. That's what we're looking for. So that way we can help grow each other together. Um, share it, write a review, uh, write a comment. Tell me your favorite takeaway. All those things mean the world to us. Um, like I said earlier, thewhistleway.com, you can get access to our Facebook group, uh, YouTube playlist uh, or YouTube channel, uh, our outbound referral network. Uh, we will have our way to join our team, our weekly email spam newsletter. I'm just not saying it's actually good. <laughs> it's, I, I'm actually really happy with it. It's awesome. Um, and, uh, more information about the media mayor mastermind way to get inbound referrals to your business all at thewhistleway.com. Let's kick into the whistle widget of the week. This is something we use in our business that saves us time, makes us money, or helps us have more fun. Would you like to go first? Or would you like me to go first? Uh, you go first. All right. So this is a, a, a tool that we use. Uh, it's free. You don't have to download anything. Um, to make sure that the people that are in your organization should be in your organization. We talk about team. We talk about growing. Uh, there have been people that we have hired to the team that we say, hey, this is not a fit. And so what we want to make sure, and we've also had people that we've promoted with on our team and said, this is not a right fit, but they are a good culture fit. So what we, it's called RPRS, right people, right seat. First, do you have, is this person the right person? Do they fit your core values? Do they, are, for someone like us, if we have an agent join the team and they say, well, I'm part-time, I want to do one to two deals a year, um, but you know, I like, I like the office. They're not a right person for our team. We're looking for high producers, a, a culture of production. We want someone that gives it all to this. Not saying that that the person that does one or two deals is a bad person. Nope. My dad was that person. He's just not the right fit for the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then are they in the right seat? Uh, are they, and, and I'll give a perfect example. We had a, a member of our team, a great agent, loved to help people, brought him into a leadership position of a sales manager. Um, wasn't the right seat for him. He works really, really, really well with a certain demographic. Um, and as our team grew and expanded it and outgrew that demographic, it wasn't the right fit for him. He wasn't having fun. The the people he was that didn't didn't mesh with him weren't having fun. Um, and it just wasn't the right seat. But he was definitely the right core value fit. Uh, we went. He went back to an agent after we talked a couple times. Went back to an agent and and then the next year absolutely crushed it. Number two in the t- the company, he would have been number one if COVID hadn't got him. Um, absolutely crushed it. So just because someone's not doing well at their current position doesn't mean hey we need to fire them. Let's get them in the right seat. If you know that the right the right person, and we're having this right now as well, is that that's a problem for your leadership team. That's a high level problem. Someone says hey I want to join your team. I'm the right person. This is where I see. Now it's leadership's turn to figure out where can we fit you in to make you make you happy and make us happy. I couldn't agree more. I was a team leader at KW for years and uh, I would, I was good. at. I forced myself to be good at it. I like to be good at everything I do. And yet it was the wrong seat. I did not enjoy it. I never, for not one minute of recruiting in that role, did I enjoy it was, it was very, very challenging. And yet when I came to EXP, I essentially do the same thing. And yet I have never 
disliked it one bit. I have loved every minute of it. And so it, it's like you could be doing the same activities in a different seat and just thrive in one environment and not thrive in the other. So I, I love that you showed that. Thanks, dude. It's a really good one. Huh? All right, tell me yours. I like. Your, I think yours is better, but tell right. me yours. Perfect. Mine Mine is something that you can download. Um, but before you download it, I want you to write that review and I want you to screenshot it and I want you to send it to Brian so that he knows that you took the time to do the review. That way, when he has a referral that's going to your market, he can make sure that you're the one to get it because you actually wrote that review. Yeah, that's really good too. So the thing <laughs> that, that I want you to download is an app called Ava, Ava Bot. And AvaBot is an app that will allow you to do an on-the-go gift for someone who you want to reward, whether it's their birthday, anniversary, they just sent you a referral, you just met them and you want to cement the relationship. You can immediately record a video in about two seconds. It will send it to them. It will prompt them with a quiz that will figure out what they are passionate about or what they love. It will then customize a box that gets delivered to them. The box can be custom branded. The box can have handwritten uh, a handwritten note. The box arrives and it's like a surprise still because they didn't know exactly what's in it. They get this amazing experience. It creates an Instagrammable moment that they can then take a picture of and put on the internet and shout you out. It also captures their data. So if you want to automate birthday gifts, anniversary gifts, or anything else, it will automatically send gifts and you can throttle the amount. So you can send a $50 gift, $100 gift. And a lot of times they'll actually upgrade your gift amount for free. You can take this uh, and experience it yourself, much like we talked about inviting you to an event to experience it. If you use the code that Brian's going to put on there, you can get a free gift from them to try it out and see how you like it. And if you love it, you can implement it in your business. It is the fastest way I've found to be consistent and implement a process to reward the people and celebrate the people that matter most in your life. And so I just looked it up. It's EVA. I thought it was AVA, but EVA gifting assistant on iPhone. It's a red uh, icon with a white logo that kind of looks like a heart. And, um, and click the link for my free gift and then you don't have to worry about it. Easy. Easy breezy. Cool. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you for watching. We will see you next week. Thanks, guys.